The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. New pitcher for the Blue Raiders here as we move along to the top of the sixth inning. Well, we're going to see Jalen Wirtz making his fourth appearance, his third in relief. He's thrown eight innings, given up five runs, all earned on eight hits, three walks, five strikeouts, 5.62 ERA, 1 0 record. And uh, I'll tell you what, we've. Uh, between Ollie Akins and uh, Justin Lee, we've uh, seen five shutout innings. They five, both, yeah, they've they've uh, they both were able to do some good things to their ERA. Yeah, Justin had that little blip in the fourth with two outs, but he righted himself really nicely, and did a nice job of pitching around. Yeah, a couple of hits. Uh, yeah, he had two down. on with only one out and got two strikeouts to end the fifth. So. His line, two innings, no runs, two hits, a walk and two strikeouts. I'd say they both made good cases for being on the weekend roster. They did. Certainly uh, two solid outings from the freshman. And Jalen Wirtz is on. His first pitch to Theo Bryant is outside for a ball. Bryant bats from the right side. This one high down the line and left a foul ball, and it is going to stay just along the wall there, and Gabe Jennings makes the catch and one out. You know, That's Gabe made that look kind of easy. That was a that was, really yeah. hard play. You're, the angle and the ball hit about 120 feet in the air coming out of it. You know, you've got lights, so you're, it's not like out of a dark sky. And you're right there with the wall. Got some help from Brett Coker, who was over alongside. So one out. Peyton Mills, the batter. Mills is hitting 259, but he has five home runs and 18 runs batted in. So, so this guy has been getting the bat on the ball and driving in people. First pitch, a strike to him. One out here in the sixth in a 5 nothing Blue Raider game. And he hit Sim with the pitch. He was hit in the uh, in the fourth inning. Yeah. Justin Lee hit him. <laughs> and but but he's been at the plate with 0 and 2 gets gets hit. That was a, an 0 1 pitch and he gets hit. Yeah, the first two times he's been hit by a pitch this year, so that's. <laughs> He's not one of those guys that's sticking an elbow out trying to no. get his way on. It's just Raider pitching, trying to come inside. Pitch inside corner to John Dyer. Dyer has been on base twice with a single and a walk. Tried to stretch that single into a double and a great play by Vincent Coker and Mabry got him at second base. Pitch up and in to him, a ball and a strike. Well, if you're going to be a good pitcher, you have to not be afraid to come inside. And if you're going to come inside regularly, you're going to hit people. Runner at first and one out here in the top of the sixth inning. Jalen Wirtz on for the Blue Raiders. That's <laughs> up and in. Did that get him? Oh, must have. Yeah. They ask if he swung, and nope. Well, that's 
two hit by pitch. Raiders have a right-hander up now. He's behind the poles, so I can't pick up a number for you. So two hit by pitch and Tennessee Tech in business here in the sixth inning. The batter is Bonsgard. Hits from the right side and takes a strike. Bonsgard a single in two at bats. Got a single in the second inning. Wirtz could really use a ground ball. Leadoff batter was retired. The next two have been hit by pitches. Ground ball to third. Jennings has one. And a high throw at first and safe as the runner then goes to third. D.J. Wright did a really nice job of coming up with that ball, John. I thought it might sail down oh, yeah. the right field line as Jennings uh, had to throw in a hurry. So it's a, It'll be a fielder's choice, five unassisted, to get the runner at third base, but then there will be an error to move the runner who had been at first base on to third. I haven't put that well, error I, up yet. I thought I'm, I heard them say error next door. They should. Ground ball, base hit, run scores with two outs as Preston Ford has his second hit. So whatever the case is, and there is an error up there now. All right. Second base number seven, Eddie Garson. So it's a five to one game, a two out hit for Ford. Drives in his fifth run of the season. Runners at first and the second base. So right now that run is probably unearned, but it could become earned. And a strike called. Yeah, that's one of those where it's kind of up to the official score on discretion. Would a runner from second have scored? Frankly, with two outs, I don't know. Probably you're sending him. But the ball was uh, fairly shallow, so I don't know. But right now they're calling it unearned. Yeah. And it'll stay unearned if, uh, if words can get this out. A ball and a strike with Eddie Garza. Garza has twice hit balls in the air that have been caught by Eston Snyder in right field. That's going to get a visit to the mound. Coach Myers going to the mound. He said there's somebody warming up behind the light pole. There he is. <laughs> and I, I saw a foot uh, on a follow through, so yes. In fact, we're going to have a pitching change as the call goes to the bullpen. What is the count? One and uh, one? Counts a ball and a strike, so the new pitcher will inherit that count, and walks or strikeouts would be his alone. So Jalen Wirtz goes two-thirds of an inning. Touch for a run at the moment that is unearned, also responsible for two other base runners. And the Blue Raiders with the call to the bullpen, and we'll step away for this pitching change break. You're listening to MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. So we got a new pitcher for the Blue Raiders. Uh, We do indeed. Uh, This is Patrick Johnson coming on for his fourth appearance, all in relief. He's thrown five and a third innings, given up no runs, two hits, one walk, three strikeouts. Uh, No ERA, no record, one save, though. And opponents, uh, I like this one. They're only hitting 118 against Patrick Johnson. And he'll face Eddie Garza, who's at the plate with a ball and a strike as Johnson replaces Jalen Wirtz. Johnson, a freshman from Chattanooga. Two on and two outs, a run home here in the top of the fifth. The 5-1 ball game now. Blue Raiders in top. Ball outside and low. Blocked nicely by Jared Vitato. Yeah, the last thing you want to do is come in and throw a wild pitch on your first pitch. So two balls and a strike. Feels weird to say that because that's his first pitch, but (laughs) he inherited the 1-1 count. That's right. 2-1 delivery, ground ball. Coker at short goes to Mabry for the force play at second, and that will retire the side. Johnson comes in, very efficient, throws two pitches, and gets the third out. So a 6-4 fielder's choice ends the sixth inning. It's a run on one hit. There was one error and two left for Tennessee Tech here in this sixth inning. So we'll head on to the bottom of inning number six. Blue Raiders have a five to one lead. And you're listening to MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. 
The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Well, as we talked about a couple of times, uh, you expect to see uh, more than just a pitcher or two tonight, and, and that is the case as Tennessee Tech goes to the bullpen to start the bottom of the sixth. And they're going with uh, Brody Lanham making his sixth appearance all in relief. 11 and two-thirds innings, one run, it was earned on six hits, eight walks, eight strikeouts, a .77 ERA, 0-1 record with one save. So Lanham comes in and he is following Parker McCauley and he'll face J.T. Mabry in the bottom of the six. J.T. takes and it's up and in for a ball. Next one on the way, Mabry a swing and a foul. Foul tip at the plate and one and one with JT. JT walked his last time up, 0 for 2 in the game. Neither one of those runs that uh, McCauley gave up were earned, were they? No, they were not. JT, ground ball headed to right and it's in for a base hit. Blue Raiders have their ninth hit of the game. Lead-off batter on here in this inning. The Blue Raiders had a one-out base runner in the first, second, and then lead-off base runners in the third, fourth, fifth, and now sixth innings. It's not like we're not getting people on base. Unfortunately, we're leaving a bunch of them. That's uh, through six innings, we've left seven. And still have scored five. The batter is Luke Vinson. He shows bunt, takes low and inside. Ball one. Luke, two walks and a strikeout. A walk, one of the walks with the bases loaded as he picked up a run batted in. And for Luke, the RBI was his seventh. Shows bunt again and it hit him. So Mabry singles and now Vinson followed with a hit by pitch. We've had, uh, well, that's Lanham's third hit by pitch. He also has been known to throw a wild one or two. Uh, he, uh, he and McCauley have uh, the team lead with four apiece. So it's two on. Actually, I guess McCauley passed him in the uh, back in the fifth inning. That's a lot of wild pitches, though. Here's a ball hit off the bat, a coker into right center field. It's going to fall for a base hit. Mabry will be held at third to load the bases with nobody out and Jeremiah Boyd coming to the plate. Brett Coker has his second hit of the game. We say multiple hit games for him. It seems like quite a bit. Yeah. So, uh, Jeremiah has uh, broke that uh, three-game uh, uh, hitting skid after yeah. hitting 12 in a row to start the season. And he takes up and in, ball one. Jeremiah walked and scored in the fourth inning, singled leading off the fifth and scored. Now the walk also was leading off the uh, fourth inning. Bases loaded for Boyd, nobody out, swing and a foul at the plate. This inning started with a J.T. Mabry hit. 
Luke Vinson was hit by a pitch. Brett Coker has a base hit to load him up for Boyd. 1-1 pitch in the dirt. Nicely blocked by the catcher, Gilliland. The Raiders have a 5-1 lead here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Two-one delivery. Boyd takes a strike, and a two-and-two with Jeremiah. Jeremiah on base uh, percentage, almost 600 coming in this game, and he's been on two out of three times. Takes this one in the dirt. Gilliland another nice block, and the count is three and two. Jeremiah has 13 runs batted in, four home runs. He waits for a full count pitch with the bases loaded. And it's ball four inside. You know, one of the things I like about Jeremiah Boyd's approach at the plate, he's willing to accept that walk. Even though he knows that he can put the ball in play, if they're going to walk him, he's going to take it. And he, yeah, and he, on the... Bases loaded walk. That's the second bases loaded walk the Blue Raiders have picked up to get runs batted in. Luke Vinson had one. So Jeremiah gets his 14th RBI. Bases still loaded, still one out. Now it's 6-1 to one Blue Raiders. D.J. Wright takes in a strike. D.J. has a base hit in three at-bats. Last time reached on an error. And the home plate umpire is writing something, and I don't, of course. <laughs> We've got a sidearm right-hander throwing in the uh, Tennessee Tech bullpen. It's one of the frustrating things. We, the umpire did something, and we could see it, but we don't know exactly don't have a why. Clue. It's one of those what. He, he was out in front of home plate. He was facing the catcher, writing in a notebook. After the first pitch was a strike to D.J. Wright. You think they warned him of something? A ball and a strike with the Blue Raider first baseman. That's a strike on the inside corner. And one and two. Still nobody out in this inning. A run in as the Blue Raiders have answered the run. Tech got in the top of this inning. We've got a chance to just blow this one wide open. 1-2 pitch. Not that and way. Not, not on that time. A swing and a miss for strike three. And that's the first out in the bottom of the sixth. Lanham gets a big strikeout. And it's the sixth in the game for Tennessee Tech pitchers. Here's Jackson Galloway. Jackson, a base hit and three at-bats. So you've got Vincent at third. Coker at second, Boyd at first. Mabry has scored on a bases-loaded walk in this inning. He started things with a hit. Galloway fouls it off to the right side, strike one. Jackson's got his average up to 250. In the dirt, and again, a nice block by Gilliland. And you say, well, this is the, the guy that led this team in hitting a year ago. 
250. Except that a week ago he was sitting in the one, one, one and one ninety one something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think at one point he was like one thirty eight. Up and in ball two and strike one. Has a hit and three at bats in this ball game. Lanham wants a new baseball. Needs to put the ball in play. Gabe Jennings with four runs batted in. Luke Vincent and Jeremiah Boyd have the other two. Ball tapped foul. Actually tapped twice. It uh, <laughs> hit the plate and then it was, it was going back on the backswing. It got off of Galloway's bat again. They so, only counted once though. Yes. Well, it would have been a foul tip. <laughs> A uh, two-ball, two-strike count with the Blue Raider left fielder. Oh. And he strikes out on a pitch off the outside yeah. corner. So Lanham with a chance to nail it here and keep the Blue Raiders from having that big inning. Jared Vitato will try to upset that intention. Jared, a base hit in three at-bats and a run scored. The Raiders had the bases loaded with no outs, one run in, and have had two strikeouts, swing and a miss, and strike one. Ooh, a pitch way high and outside. The catcher comes up to go get it. Had the advantage of Vitato hitting from the left side and it was in the right hand hitters batter's <laughs> box area. So a ball and a strike. Swing and a foul back strike two. Bases loaded and two outs. Jennings a two out double his last time up. Vitato would like to get something here with two down. Rips it. Foul oh. down into the right field corner. Got out in front of that ball. Just a tiny bit. Foul by four or five feet, but about 300 feet from home plate before it landed. But a foul ball and keeps the count. One and two. 6-1 Blue Raiders were in the bottom of the sixth inning. Lanham wanted a new baseball. Didn't want that one back. One-two pitch up high. Ball two and strike two. It's interesting they ask for an appeal from the base umpire. Couldn't figure and it's out like, who to do that, though. <laughs> and, and it's like, well, that wasn't in. You know, so, sometimes umpires will give you that, oh, are you kidding me? No, he didn't go. Or two-two pitch, swing and a miss, and boy. Nice job of pitching by Brody Lanham. Blue Raiders had scored a run, had the bases loaded with no outs, and he strikes out three in a row. So it's one run on two hits, no errors, and three runners left on base. And after six, it's Middle Tennessee six and Tennessee Tech one. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Well, we're on to the seventh inning. And the Blue Raiders have a 6-1 to lead. One run, five hits, one error, and seven left for Tennessee Tech. Six runs, ten hits, one error, and ten left for the Blue Raiders. Patrick Johnson, who came on in the Sixth inning, we'll get set to work here in the seventh. Came on, got the uh, ground ball that he needed uh, to get the fielder's choice, get out of the inning, get the team back on the bench. Looked like we had a chance to really do some damage in that bottom of the sixth inning. Well, bases loaded and a run in and nobody out, and Three straight strikeouts. And strikeouts on pitches way off the plate. So he must be, you know, when you, you see him swinging at a pitch that far out, something's moving. The batter is Nick Spardoni. He has a base hit and two at-bats. And after a foul ball takes a strike, so it's 0-2. Spardoni, Turner, and Gilliland, 9-1-2 and two for Tech in the top of the seventh. Two strikes, and Patrick Johnson delivers outside. Well, you know, we talk about moments for young pitchers and yep. things like that. You look at Lanham. He was in, a, as you <laughs> said, a, that kind of situation, wow, and he comes yeah. back and gets three big strikeouts in a row. And it took three, big, three good pitches. When you can get somebody to swing at a ball that's two feet off the plate, that's uh, – Here's a line drive and a base hit to right field as Spardoni goes the other way, leads off the seventh inning with the single. Nice piece of hitting as he took that pitch and went to right field with it. And Spardoni a two for three game. Top of the order now and Austin Turner. We just haven't seen very many ground balls in this ball game, have we? No, we have not. Oh, uh, throw to first, and it's a wild throw, and the runner gets to go to second yeah, base. That's an uh, error on the pitcher. Bad throw. E one. And you know how bad that throw is when DJ Wright can't even get a glove on it. It's one of those. You know, you got a five-run lead. Let's uh, focus Calm on down. the hitter. Calm down. Yeah. 
Turner at the plate, and he takes a strike. 0 and 1. Turner 0 for 3. A couple of strikeouts and a line drive to center field. Stands in from the left side. Runner at second. Nobody out in this top of the seventh inning. Johnson works, and he's up high with a fastball. One ball and one strike. Mentioned it earlier, and we'll do so again here. These two teams will be up in Cookville playing each other next Tuesday night. A 1-1 pitch. Hit foul down the line, and just out of the reach. Of Gabe Jennings. Boy, he almost made that play. That would have been a big one to that would have get, knock down. Get that first out. But a foul ball and a strike two on this hitter. Spardoni a single and a pickoff error on a throw. He's at second with nobody out. 1-2 pitch, lifted in the air into left center field. It's going to be caught by Jackson Galloway, and his throw in will hold the runner at second base. Ball not hit deep, hit towards left center. Jackson over to get it. Got himself in really good throwing position in case the runner would happen to try to and that, go. That throw was right on the money, uh, one hop to third base. Cutoff man, uh, it was uh, such that the cutoff man could have cut it off if uh, if they had wanted. So the runner at second with one out, and Gilliland, the batter, the catcher. And he drills one to center field. That's going to score a run easily. And, in fact, the ball gets by Vincent and goes all the way to the wall. Gilliland is going to run all the way to third. Gilliland with an RBI single. And then an error as the ball gets by Vincent and goes all the way to the wall. So a couple of errors in this inning. You know, you're looking at a first and second base with one out. Had it not been for the errors, but now runners at, a runner at third and a run already in. So you've got a single to center and a... Oh, right center, I guess. Looked like he slipped out there. That surprised me because it looked like it was being picked up, yeah. and then all of a sudden I, I saw the ball squirting on through. Ball one to Theo Bryant. Runner at third and one out. 6-2 ball game. Bryant lifts one high and foul, and that's going to find its way back into the stands. Oh, almost a uh, catch by a fan. Yeah. <laughs> off the hands, but I'm not going to. Oh, I'm not going to take I'm that off gonna, the hands on a night like tonight. I'm going to say I'm, I'm just letting it make the noise when it hits the, the yeah, walkway. Yeah, you got to really want the, the that baseball. That was a decent effort. Strike one, a ball and a strike with Bryant. Pitch to him is up and in. 
Two balls and one strike. Patrick Johnson, fourth Blue Raider pitcher. Each team has used four pitchers to this point. We're in the top of the seventh. Run that's scored is the first that scored off Johnson. At the moment, it is an unearned run. That pitch is way up and in, and all of a sudden, it's three balls and a strike. Outfield straight away for this right-hand hitter. Bryant's standing in, batting at 291. That's from the right side, and ball four. Mm. So a walk, it's only the second issued by Blue Raider pitching. And it puts runners at first and third. With one out and brings up Peyton Mills, who has been hit by pitches his last two times up. 0 for 1. Otherwise, Coach Jerry Myers is going to the mound. Yeah, we've got a right-hander in the bullpen. And he's coming in. And we're, yeah, we're going to have a pitching change, so. Johnson will go two-thirds of an inning. Gives up two hits, one run, unearned at the moment, a walk, and no strikeouts. Two runners on base that are his responsibility. A pitching change for the Blue Raiders, and we will take a timeout. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. Strikeouts, 7.47 ERA, 0-2 record. 
Bouncing ball to third, and Gabe Jennings charges, makes a nice play, throws to first, and gets the man there. But a run scores. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, that runner moves down to second base. So. Important thing, though, is we got the out. <laughs> so it makes it a 6-3 game, a runner at second base. Mills is retired but picks up the RBI. He's a curveball in for a strike or breaking ball. That might have been a slider. Yeah, about 80 miles an hour. Yeah, that's a slider. Dyer, the batter, has been on base three times. Tried to check his swing but did not. Came back with the same pitch. Yeah, he has a base hit, a walk, a hit by pitch, and a run scored. Yeah, and an 0-2 count. Runner at second. Outs. Yeah, runner at second base is Theo Bryant. He's there with two down, two strike pitch outside and low. James Sells on for the Blue Raiders. Sophomore from Winchester. Needs to get the out here and get us to the stretch. We need to mention Tullahoma High School because that matters too. Here's a ball swing and a miss and a big strikeout for Sells. So James comes in, gets the ground out and the strikeout. Uh, Tennessee Tech gets two in the seventh, however. Two runs on two hits. Two errors and one left on base. So now in the middle of the seventh inning, it's the Blue Raiders six. And a Tennessee Tech 3. This is the Blue Raiders Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. All right. A couple of runs for Tech in the seventh, and they have made it uh, a much closer game. Now it's 6-3 to three Blue Raiders to the bottom of the seventh inning. And another pitching change coming up for Tennessee Tech. They'll bring in their fifth pitcher of the evening. This is Colt Taylor. He is making his eighth appearance. That leads their squad in uh, appearances, all in relief. He's thrown nine and third innings, giving up 11 runs, all earned on 12 hits, five walks, seven strikeouts, 10.61 ERA, 0-2 record with one save. Opponents hitting 316 against him and uh, he has given up 
four home runs in those nine innings, so or nine and a third innings. I'm looking to see a. They've got one other guy that's given up four runs. We haven't seen him yet tonight. So he's that sidearm right-hander that you were seeing warming yeah. up in the bullpen. <laughs> Taylor is from Ackworth, Georgia, and uh, community college baseball at Motlow State. So he's familiar with yeah. the area, isn't he? Just down the road. Mm -hmm. Yes. Just down the road. You were talking about Tullahoma High School. They have got one of the neatest ball fields in the entire universe down at Tullahoma okay. High School. It was originally a minor league ballpark built during the WPA era. So it's built real solid, isn't it's it? It's built real solid, and, and it looks like a ballpark. And it was moved to Tullahoma board by board by board. They took it apart, rebuilt it in Tullahoma. Hmm. I started my high school coaching career at Tullahoma High School, going down there and getting ourselves beat pretty badly. I think Tullahoma was coming off a state championship that year. Yes, well. And we were starting a brand-new program. Oh, well, that makes a difference, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Bottom of the seventh, 6-3 Blue Raiders. Gabe Jennings has had himself a game. And he drills this one to deep left center field. It is going to go back, and it is going to sail on out of here. He's just had himself a heck of a, or, or a game. That ball wow. gets out of here just to the left of the blue batter's eye out in uh, center field. So he hit that ball a ton. And, yeah, you're talking about having a day? Five runs batted in, a double, a Single and a home run. Two run single, two run double, and a solo homer starting the seventh inning. And the Blue Raiders promptly get a run back that Tech had scored and have the lead out to four at seven to three. What's that, his fourth home run of the season? Yes, it is. Here's a pop foul off the bat of Eston Snyder out of play up the third base side. Now Gabe, uh, he gets to bat again, get him a triple and have the cycle. <clears throat> so his fourth home run ties him with Boyd and Wright for the team lead, and he's taken over the team lead and runs batted in. Snyder sh shows bunt, pitches inside. Did a good job laying off a breaking pitch that would have been off the handle of the bat. Three for four day will get you your batting average healthy in a hurry, won't it? It sure will. Oh. And Snyder is punked by a pitch. So Eston, who has a double, now on base for the second time. So that means that uh, five batters have been hit by pitches, two by Tech pitchers and three by Colt middle Turner, pitchers. Uh, uh, Colt uh, Taylor now leads uh, his team in home runs surrendered. That was the fifth. J.T. Mabry is the batter. Bunts here up the third baseline. This is going to be a tough play and a nice play by the third baseman, Mills. He played that one very well, and now third base is open, trying to go to third, but out at third is Eston Snyder. So Mabry is out 5-3. 
And then Snyder tries to go to third. Third was left unopened, un unattended for a moment, but the shortstop beating there. And so, so it's not really a double play, is it? No. So a couple of quick outs and nobody on base. JT with a Ridley nice punt, but beautiful play by the third baseman Mills. The batter is Luke Vincent. Luke has 0 for 1 officially, but four trips to the plate. He's been walked twice, once with the bases loaded. He's also been hit by a pitch. A ball and a strike as he hits here in the seventh. Seven, three Blue Raiders. Pitch down and away. And two balls and a strike. Gabe Jennings, a home run to start this inning. A strike called on a fastball, two and two. Yeah, I thought that ball might get, was going to get over the center fielder's head. I had no idea that he had hit it so far that it would carry out. But it didn't have the, the height. It no. It gives did. you an idea as to how hard he really did hit yeah. the ball. That was right out by that light tower just to the left of the batter's eye, yep. as you were saying. Pitch out of the strike zone to Vincent. 3-2 pitch. That is strike three called on the outside corner. But the Blue Raiders on the Jennings home run get a run back here in the bottom of the seventh. A run on a hit. Nobody left on base. And we'll go to the eighth. The Blue Raiders have a 7-3 lead. This is the Blue Raider Baseball Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Eighth inning and a 7-3 Blue Raider lead. And throw goes down to second base as James Sells will get set to work to Tennessee Tech here in the eighth. James came on in the seventh, got a ground out and a strikeout to get the last two outs of the inning. Well, we had three innings of scoreless baseball. And in the last six at-bats, we've had scoring in four, or six, eight at-bats, I should say. We've had scoring in six of those eight half innings. Fortunately, the Blue Raiders have the edge there and the 7-3 to three lead. 
Five and the seventh was the first inning this ball game. We haven't left runners on. Here's a bouncing ball. Coker charges it, and it doesn't bounce right for him, and it's through for a base hit. Bonsgard with a leadoff single here in the eighth inning. Brett was charging that ball, and it skipped below. Uh, he was going to, uh, to be able to even have a chance to make that play, he was going to have to get a bounce, and he didn't get it, and that is a hit. So the leadoff man on for Bonsgard. That is his second hit of the game. Here's a ball driven to center field. That sends Luke Vinson way back and catching it at the wall, dead center field. That ball was almost where the the, uh, the home run went out in our uh, bottom of the seventh inning, and uh, Luke Vinson makes a good play. He that, had to that? catch that. Uh, he was on his way back and, yeah, when, and had no place uh, left to run. When he caught that ball. That was a very hard play, and he, and he uh, like uh, Jennings' pop foul earlier, this was much harder, of course, but he made that look pretty easy, and it wasn't. No. I mean, you can't – here's a foul ball at the play. You can't run full speed like he was at the wall, get there, stop, turn around, and make the catch without just, you know, tremendous no. skill and effort, and, and it's still Vincent made a sensational catch look good and easy. And it wasn't at all, trust me. I like center field outfielders like that. Snyder had a couple, remember, mm. uh, last weekend as well when he well, was playing have, in center field. I, I think about the last 17 years, that, uh, and actually the last 20 years, because before I did radio, I covered uh, the Raiders for the News Journal for two or three years. And we have had a string of really good center fielders. Mm in that 20 years. Oh, yeah. Two balls and a strike with Eddie Garza. Bats from the right side. He's the second baseman. Swing and a miss and strike two. So a bomb to center field. It wasn't bombed quite enough, and the catch by Vincent won out after the leadoff single puts the bonds guard at first. Ball outside, three balls and two strikes. James Sells, the fifth Blue Raider pitcher of the evening. Akins, Lee, Wirtz, and Johnson preceded him. Full count with the runner at first and one out. Slow bouncer to third, and it hit the batter in the batter's box, and so it is just a foul ball. Well, Gabe Jennings was going to make the play. He was. I was ready to put that down as a 5-3 in the book. I missed the uh, ball hitting the I foot of the hitter, but it was called immediately, and I'm wondering why is nobody showing any urgency? <laughs> <laughs> and why is the hitter standing? Oh, that's why. Yep, that'll do it. So a full count, <clears throat> and we'll have a second 3-2 pitch with the runner at first and the one out. Eight hits now for Tennessee Tech. Three-two pitch. Strike oh, three. Yeah. Oh, nasty breaking ball from Sells. 
And James picks up his first, make that his second strikeout. And two down for the shortstop, Nick Spardoni. He has two of Tech's eight hits, has scored one of their two runs. That came in the two-run seventh, let off the inning with a base hit. Fastball at the knees from Sells, and a strike called. Another right-hander working in the Raider bullpen. Another right-hander behind the pole that I, every once in a while, I'll see an arm in a baseball flying out from behind it. Runner at first with two outs, strike one pitch. That's hammered to deep left. Galloway back, still going back, and he makes the catch at the wall. Makes it right in front Boy. of the bluegrass dental sign. So you have two balls that have been hit in this inning that collectively <laughs> are about three feet short of being two home runs. But instead, well played by the Blue Raider outfielder, outfield first, Vinson and then Galloway. And so it's no runs on a hit. And defense coming to the four. One left. We'll go to the bottom of the eight, seven, three Blue Raiders. And you're listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Eh, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Got another pitcher here. They do. This is uh, Josh Beasley making his fourth appearance, all in relief. He is yet to give up uh, a run so far in those three appearances in two innings pitched. He has uh, given up a hit, though. He has given up three walks. So, no record. Big tall kid. Big tall kid, you better believe. 6'7", he's a freshman from Homewood, Alabama. And he will come in and face Brett Coker, Jeremiah Boyd, and D.J. Wright in the bottom of the eighth inning. And That's a picture that uh, UAB let him get away. Homewood is right on the no, other right. side of the the mountain from uh, from their campus. How about those plays in the outfield? Oh, wow. I love watching good outfielders work. Vincent and then Galloway. And then, you know, when you're contesting with the wall like that oh, and yeah. having to run a long way, it just adds to the Well, I had complexity. my glass. Uh, I was able to get my, uh, my field glasses on Galloway as he's making that run, and I'm saying, I'm not sure 
one, that that ball stays in the ballpark, and two, I'm not sure he catches up with it. And he did have to go a long, long way because the sign he caught it in front of is uh, the first sign over from the, uh, the left field line. A ball and a strike with Brett Coker. Brett has two base hits. He starts things in the bottom of the eighth inning. Pitch on the way inside for a ball. That's kind of ironic about that particular sign because that's uh, Dr. Todd Martin, who was uh, himself a pretty darn good center fielder for the Blue Raiders. And uh, still has records in the book for, I think he's the, Highest career batting average? Oh, wow. Something like that, yeah. I mean, you consider the quality of baseball that Noah's oh, yeah. had over the, the decades. Yeah. That's, that's saying a Todd, whole lot. Todd Martin had the sweetest left-handed swing I, I think I've ever seen at any level. Coker, a swing and a foul on a 3-1 pitch, 3-2 and two with Brett. Spent four or five years in the minor leagues. Just about the time he was making a move, he'd get hurt again. <laughs> Full count delivery on the Blue Raiders shortstop, leading off the eighth inning. That's hammered, but foul way down the left side. <laughs> I never saw that land. Did it get I, off the? I don't know. Got, it made the football stadium or the wall. Yeah, someplace uh -oh. out in there. There's another right-hander throwing in the uh, tech bullpen. So. And a 3-2 pitch is ball four in the dirt. Brett Coker, a leadoff walk. As that will bring up Jeremiah Boyd. And that uh, right-hander backing up. Uh, What's his number? 40-something or other. 40. Yeah. Well, that's 40-something or other. We've got a pitching visit to the mound. And that's Jackson Pease throwing in the uh, tech bullpen. So I was seeing... That's the fourth uh, fourth walk in, uh, what did I say, three innings for, for Beasley. That's a quick visit to the mound, and Beasley will get ready to go to work to Jeremiah Boyd, who has walked twice and reached on a base hit, scored two of the Blue Raiders' seven runs. Brett Coker at first. Boyd bats from the right side, gets a fastball on the inside part of the plate for a strike. Strike one with Jeremiah. Hitting 352. He had that big hit back in the fourth inning to win to all you folks. A Dave single cheeseburger. Here's a pitch in the dirt, blocked by the catcher. The throw to second is not going to get Brett Coker. That's going to be a wild pitch. It's got to be. I don't. Think a nice bit of reading things by Brett Coker. Yeah. He had a good secondary lead, and he was not going to go though had that ball not gotten into the dirt. So it's a runner at second base. Nobody out for Boyd. One one pitch up and in. Two balls and a strike. He's already walked twice tonight. 
Two and one with the Blue Raider designated hitter. Brett Coker gets a lead at second base. Two one pitch. That's inside, ball three and strike one. Game was scoreless through the first three. The Blue Raiders got three in the fourth, two in the fifth. Each team got a run in the sixth. Tech got two, and the Blue Raiders won in the seventh. So the 7-3 score. And ball four. So Jeremiah Boyd now walks for the third time on this evening's game. He'll be at first. Brett Coker, the base runner, at second base. And D.J. Wright is the hitter. D.J. a single in the fourth. Uh, reached on an air and scored in the sixth. So if you reach, you, you have four plate appearances, or five plate of, yeah, five plate appearances, and you reach in four of them, what does that do to your on-base average? That uh, <laughs> gives you 80% for that little brief yeah. sample size. And, and we're going to see a new pitcher. So tough outing for Beasley as he comes in and walks two. And Tennessee Tech will go to the bullpen and call on their seventh pitcher of today's and, well, tonight's game. And so we've got another pitching change. Boy, operating from a technical end will keep you busy <laughs> for the network tonight, won't it? Yeah. A pitching change in the bottom of the eighth, and we will step away. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Well, we're back to the bullpen. This time we're going with Jackson Pease, P E A S E, making his fifth appearance. He's only uh, thrown two and a third innings. He's got some interesting numbers. Been charged with two runs, both earned, on four hits, but four walks. Just two strikeouts. He's uh, thrown a couple wild pitches. He has hit three batters. So um, I don't know what you can say about that. Well, limited sample size. Limited sample size, and uh, opponents hitting 400 against him. So uh, I noticed he's uh, he's a freshman from yeah. Farragut High School. Uh, that's a Jake Hagenow's high school. Oh, that's a great program. Yes. Great program over there in Farragut. So D.J. Wright bats, 
couple of walks and two runners on with nobody out in the bottom of the eighth inning. 7-3 Blue Raiders. Beasley replaced by Pease, a swing and a miss on a breaking ball. 69 miles an hour. That, <laughs> that'll have you out in front when you're coming in geared up to, to see jump the on one. Yeah, you're looking fastball and you see, see that floater come in. One strike delivery. That's out and in the dirt. How many times have we said that about the catcher Gilliland? He has yeah. been very busy tonight. Yeah he, yeah, he will have known that he's played a baseball game. One ball and a strike. D.J. Wright, the batter, and that's ball two. D.J., a base hit and four bats, two runs scored. Coker walked, Boyd walked, and P is the new pitcher. Pickoff play at second. Brett gets back in easily as the second baseman, Garza, had gotten in behind. Garza's got his sunglasses perched on top of the bill of his cap. <laughs> Oh, the lights, you know, they got some. <laughs> well, anyway, I don't probably know. doesn't need him now. I don't think so. Here's a pitch in the dirt. Not Blocked at the plate and doesn't go too far away. So the runners hold three balls and a strike with DJ. Seven, three Blue Raiders in the bottom of the eighth inning. Pitch way outside for ball four. So a bases loaded situation because of three walks. How many times have we had the bases loaded tonight? At least three because we've left them there. Or at least twice. Yeah, twice so we've left the bases the loaded. Um, had them loaded in, in scoring in the fourth inning before uh, it ended that way. We have had our opportunities tonight, that's for sure. The batter is Jackson Galloway, holder of a fine catch award. <laughs> he and Luke Vincent, oh, wow. boy, a couple of just great plays yeah, in the they, top of this inning. They, should, they put on a clinic in the top of this inning. One strike and the pitch to Galloway in the dirt, blocked out in front of the plate. A ball and a strike. Jackson has a base hit and four at-bats. Facing a Jackson, but the one on the mound spells his J-A-X-O-N. One ball and one strike. Pease with the pitch, a bouncing ball to short, takes a big hop, they get one on to first, and not, I don't know if it was in time or not, but no, the no. ball bounced away, yeah. and Galloway is safe at first, so because there's no double play, Jackson gets a run batted in, and that's his third of the year. So on a 6-4 fielder's yeah. choice, Coming in to score, Brett Coker to make it eight to three in and favor of the Blue Raiders. He does get in RBIs. Yeah, he does. Since they don't turn that double play. So eight to three, the score. Runners at first and third, and one out now for Jared Vitato. Jared has a base hit, one for four. He scored a run. That was a run back in the fourth inning. 
is the inning that got scoring started. Blue Raiders plated three. Pitch is high and outside, ball one. Everybody in the lineup with at least one hit except for Luke Vinson. But Luke has been on, even though he's 0 for 2, he's been on base three times, a couple walks and was hit once. And he has an RBI. Here's a ball driven fair into the right field corner. That scores one. And it's going to score two as the throw comes into second base. Two-run double. Jared wow. Vitito with a double with two runs. For Jared, the double is his first of the year, and the two RBIs give him a total of nine. And that's kind of the things you kind of hope to see that open it up as the Blue Raiders have scored three times here and now have a 10-3 lead. And that closes the book on uh, Josh Beasley. He... Faces two batters, walks them both. They both score. Doesn't record an out. Gabe Jennings is the batter. He's a lacking a triple to have the cycle. What a night he has had. It's two-run single, a two-run double, and a leadoff home run. So a solo shot. Five RBIs. A three for four game, pitching the dirt to him. And the ball. He's ready, his pitch to Jennings is a little bit off the outside corner. Vitito at second base after the two-run double. Three runs home in the inning. Hard smash, fair at third base and down the line and left. Jennings will take the turn. It gets away from the left fielder and <laughs> but he'll not, get to second base <laughs> without a play and a run will score. But it's not a triple. It's not a triple. <laughs> I think we'll settle for it. I think so. <laughs> wow, six RBIs and four hits for Gabe Jennings. Jared Vitato scores. What a night. So Eston Snyder, and I think we're going to have another pitching change. Yes, we are. It's now 11 to three Blue Raiders. And, you know, the scorebook has room for one more. Two, three, four, five, six, seven pitchers, and this is the eighth. Well, see, there's enough space on that first one that if you plan ahead, you can get two in there. You I, didn't plan I, ahead. I, 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 I planned I, ahead. You, you, I, I, <laughs> I, I tip my hat to you and applaud you for planning ahead. It never I, occurred. This is the second time this year yeah, somebody I, else we played that yeah. used eight pitchers in a oh, game I, where the Blue Raiders used seven. I know what uh, weekday uh, games can mean <laughs> with pitchers. And yeah, we got another pitcher coming in here and this is going to be number five. And number five is Oh, 
I need my pronunciation guide on this one. This is uh, Elvin Delic. Ivan Delic. And Ivan is coming on for his fourth appearance. He has given up three runs all earned in two and a third innings on four hits, a walk, four strikeouts. And uh, he's got an 11.57 ERA with no record. And what he needs to get for the uh, Golden Eagles is two outs. That's what he's there for. And he will face. We're not going to take a pitching change break by the way. No. I know our <laughs> I think we've technical engineer is waiting for that. And we'll I think just, we've got them all in. Yeah, plus a few extras. So P's uh, a third of an inning. Two runs, two hits, a walk, no strikeouts, and a man on that is his responsibility. Yeah. So you've you've had some good. I mean, offensively, Jennings night is is off the charts. Right. Four for five, a single, two doubles, and a homer, and six runs batted in. Um, you, know, you look at things. Oh, Mabry, of course, is always in the mix. He's been on base twice, scored a run. Luke Vinson has been on base three times and driven in a run without having a base hit. Two walks and a hit by pitch. Brett Coker has two hits and a walk, has scored a run. Jeremiah Boyd has been on base four times, driven in a run and has a hit and scored three times. D.J. Wright has been on base three times, scored a couple of times. Jackson Galloway. First pitch to Eston Snyder is outside. Eston bats from the right side and takes a strike. Going just continuing, Jackson Galloway has a base hit, a run scored, a run batted in. Jared Vitato, two hits, two RBIs, two runs. Jennings, we've talked about. Eston Snyder, a double and three at bats, and he's been hit by a pitch, so he's been on base twice. Sends this one foul and out of play into the Blue Raider bullpen deep along that right field line. Blue Raiders with a four-run bottom of the eighth inning and have opened it up and have an 11-3 lead now. Ball bounced to second. Garza has it. The play will be at first. Out over there. Boy, Snyder was busting down the line. Uh, we, uh, we've seen him beat up balls like that. You know, he was trying that time. He was, and, and he, I like that because, you know, it's, well, okay, we got a big lead here. Take nothing for granted. No. <laughs> no. Take nothing for granted. Yeah. And, and he uh, was out by half a step. Yeah, we. you always have to remember that that 27th out is the hardest to get. And anything can happen before you get it. Oh! Here's a pitch that Did it, it get nipped. Him in the yeah, head? Yeah. Just hope, you know, obviously it just tipped the helmet of J.T. Mabry. But he got him. But Luke Vinson gets his chance to, to break into the hit column now. He'll be the ninth batter to bat in this Raider ninth or eighth. We're, we've got to still go one more inning, right? Well, I hope not. Or a half inning, at least. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't want to see the Raiders have to bat in the no, bottom of the ninth. Oh, gosh. That'd be yeah. sometime tomorrow morning after yeah. the top of the ninth. Here's the ball tapped up the first baseline. The pitcher has it underhands 
to the first baseman. So it's Delic to the first baseman, Dyer. And after nine come to the plate, the inning ends. But the Blue Raiders with four runs here in the ninth inning. Two, four walks, two hits, no errors, and two left on base. Also had a batter hit by a pitch. So a four-run bottom of the eighth sends us to the ninth with the Blue Raiders in front by an 11-3 score. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. All right, we head to the top of the ninth inning. 11 to 3, Blue Raiders, a four run bottom of the eighth. And there's that inning, John. We've, we've had a couple of hints at just to, to maybe open up the lead, and, yeah. and they were able to do it in that inning and score four. So. 11 to 3 to the ninth. James Sells. He's actually in line for a save because when he came into the ball game, the tying run was at the plate. On deck. On deck. On That's deck, right. yeah. On deck, yeah. It's one of those odd situations <laughs> where if the bases are loaded and you have a five run lead, you can come into a game and pick up a save if you get one out because you've, the tying run was on deck. Yeah. If you finish, yeah, you've got to you got to get the last out. I think the rule reads: if you get if you get the last out of the game and are not the winning pitcher, <laughs> a ball and a strike, and we have a pinch hitter here for Tennessee Tech. What's this kid's number? This is uh, Jackson Green. Green bats from the right side, pinch hitting for Austin Turner. Full count pitch and a base hit into left field. So Green, the pinch hitter, comes in. Gets the base hit leading off the top of the ninth. And we're going to get another pinch hitter. Pinch hitting Will Long is going to pinch hit here in the ninth inning for Hayden Gilliland. Gilliland was one for four. 
with a run scored and a run batted in. There is somebody actually throwing in the Raider bullpen. Not very hard. But there is somebody down there. Runner at first, leadoff batter reaches a strike called. James Sells, the fifth Blue Raider pitcher, came into the game back in the seventh, got the last two outs of that inning, worked the eighth, and now on here to start the ninth. Ball low and outside, one ball and one strike. 11 runs, 13 hits for the Blue Raiders. Three runs, nine hits to this point for Tennessee Tech. A ball is high. Long batting for ten Tennessee Tech. I'm wondering if Jackson Green is not going to go here pretty soon. And 2-1 pitch is high and inside. Raiders are giving him second base if he wants it. Of course, that run doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot. Well, DJ's holding him at first, so. Just playing it like it should be, I guess. Here's ball four. Mm, that's not good. So a single and a walk. Now Long had struggled. He was, has played quite a bit prior to this game, but not in the lineup tonight. We got another pinch hitter. So <laughs> somebody batting Tanner Scheidler, I think I heard. I think that is right. Shiver. Shiver, okay. S-H-I-V-E-R. So three pinch hitters in a row, and two of them have reached here in the Tech ninth inning. A swing and a miss and strike one. This is uh, situation, if you're Matt Braga, you'd want to get as many people into this ball game as you, you can. And we see somebody else pinch hitting out on deck. Here's a swing and a miss. And strike two. James Sells would like to do is throw a double play ball and get an out. And, we'll, uh, and so what Coach Braga is probably sitting over there telling every one of these pinch hitters, son, if you strike out, don't bother to come back to this dugout. Swing and a miss. <laughs> Got him on a pitch about a foot outside. Good sweeping breaking ball mm -hmm. from Sells. And yeah. first out of the ninth inning for James. That's his third strikeout. And Elijah Brooks is going to bat. He's a pinch hitter for Peyton Mills. Mills 0 for 2 with two hit by pitch. And a run batted in on a ground out. Here's a swing and a foul by Brooks. Brooks is the fourth straight pinch hitter in this inning. Wearing number 50. That's a football number, isn't it? I guess I can't say anything, though, because Willie McGee wore 51. That's right. So did Dick Butkus. Yeah. Or it's a pitcher's number. A one-strike pitch goes outside for a ball. I was in junior high when Dick Butkus played at Illinois. <laughs> in fact, until he was a senior, he would be the he'd play both ways. He was yeah. a center and a middle linebacker. I saw Dick Butkus play against the Falcons in Atlanta. 
he was uh, he was pretty tough. Two balls and a strike with Brooks. Two on and one out in the top of the ninth inning. Ball hit back to Sells. He throws to Coker for one and on to first, and this game is over. A nicely turned 1-6-3 double play, and it's no runs on one hit, no errors, and one left for Tennessee Tech here in the ninth inning. Blue Raiders get this one by a score of 11 to three. Good win for the Blue Raiders on a weekday night game. And we'll see this Tennessee Tech team again next week, but Western Kentucky between those two contests. 11-3, Blue Raiders a winner tonight. We'll be back to tell you all about it, wrap it up, and give you final numbers coming up next on our post-game show. You've been listening to MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. Is that the sound of an ooey-gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously. But as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh, yeah. That's the sound of a freshly opened, fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering, cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders are winners in the classroom, on the field, and the courts. Richard Lewis here. I want you to win in real estate also. Buying, selling, auction here in Tennessee, or along the Gulf Coast to second home, or investing. Give me a call to help start that winning process. 615-893-1000. 615-893-1000. 
615-319-9981. Oh, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Richard Lewis, Exit Realty, Bob Lamont Associates. This has been Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game was presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go back to the stadium. Bob James with John Callow back at the ballpark here in Murfreesboro. Blue Raiders an 11-3 victory over Tennessee Tech. And it was a game that didn't start out anywhere close to that. It was scoreless through the first three innings. The Blue Raiders had some opportunities, but uh, not able to, to punch any runs across. And so we were scoreless going into the bottom of the fourth. For the Blue Raiders, Ollie Akins started and went the first three. Justin Lee had pitched the top of the fourth inning. And that was memorable just because of a nice little uh, coaching visit and then Justin Lee getting things back in order. Justin, with two outs, hit a batter with two strikes, walked the next hitter on four pitches, was 3-0 and on the next hitter. But, before, <laughs> but then Coach Myers went to the mound, talked to him, three straight strikes, ending is over. Uh, just a real nice comeback from yeah. the, the freshman. So we were scoreless going into the bottom of the fourth. And the Blue Raiders punched across three runs in that inning. Boyd walked, right singled. Vitato singled to load the bases. Gabe Jennings singled in two. And then after a walk, reloaded the bases. Luke Vincent drew a bases loaded walk to force in the third run. And give the Blue Raiders a 3-0 lead after four. Added two more in the fifth inning. Jeremiah Boyd started that inning with a walk. D.J. Wright reached on a walk. And then with two outs, Gabe Jennings doubled to drive into and give the Blue Raiders a 5 to nothing lead. Tennessee Tech got on the board in the sixth inning. A couple of hit-by-pitches and a ground out and a single to, uh, to get one run home. But that was all they were able to get. So it's 5-1 to one going into the bottom of the sixth. In the bottom of that inning... J.T. Mabry started things with a single, and after Vincent was hit by a pitch, uh, Coker loaded the bases. Then Jeremiah Boyd drew a bases-loaded walk. This was all with no outs. So it was a 6-1 to lead, and you got bases loaded, no outs, and you think, oh, boy, let's go. But then the pitcher, uh, Brody Lanham, struck out the next three hitters to keep the Blue Raiders off the board, and then yeah. Tech came right back with a couple of seventh-inning runs, and you go, uh-oh, it's not quite as much as we'd want. But the Blue Raiders weren't done scoring. Gabe Jennings a homer to make it 7-3 to three in the seventh. And then a four-run eighth inning that started with three straight walks and a fielder's choice. The uh, big hit, the hit in the inning, the two hits, one a two-run double from Jared Vitato. And then Gabe Jennings, just to cap off uh, a spectacular night, gets his fourth hit, an RBI double. He had four hits, single two doubles, homer, and six runs batted in, and a wow. Well, that uh, that last double, uh, all he needed was one more base. And <laughs> he'd have had the cycle. Well, but, but uh, it, you know, it wasn't there for him. Well, the, the Raiders had uh, lots of base runners tonight. Uh, uh, not just the 13 hits, but uh, Tennessee Tech walked eight. And then, as you pointed out, they also uh, hit some folks. They hit uh, three. So that's eight uh, 
13, what is that, 24 base runners? It's a lot of base runners. And half of them are, are freebies. So you can't do that and expect to win baseball games. And then in addition, just to throw it in, you know, the, the Blue Raiders used a lot of pitchers, as you would expect on a, on a night like this. And uh, then and you got some solid pitching, um, three runs, but only one of them was an earned run. Yep. And then you had a couple of sensational plays in the same inning by Vincent and Galloway in the outfield, a couple of other good uh, solid defensive plays, such as a runner getting thrown out on the bases. It, it adds up uh, to a – Kind of a well, wasn't a long game time-wise, but in terms of uh, base runners and all, it it, it kept yeah. you busy. But uh, a very very solid win for the Blue Raiders in this. Well, it, it's it's a uh, talking about defense, a game of contrast because we saw some really good uh, play in the outfield, but yet uh, you look on the the board and we committed three errors, two of them in one inning. Well, and and. You know, it's one of those throwing error type things yep. that you have, and really just a base runner advancing because of one, but it was after a good play that got it to that. Yep. And then, of course, uh, there was a pickoff play that, that didn't work well. <laughs> no. <laughs> kind of airmailed it, would you say? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was a very good game for the Blue Raiders. You had Akins, Lee, Wirtz, Johnson, and Sells combined for – uh, the three runs, but only one earned run. And uh, the, the hitters up and down, 13 hits, so they'll tell you the story there. Yeah. Well, yeah, you, what you do is look at that lineup, and everybody that started uh, had a hit except for uh, Luke Vinson, and we talked about that. It's He was still on base three times. And, uh, and he picked up a run batted in so, with uh, a bases loaded walk. You know, so that uh, that 0 for 3 that he takes was uh, not exactly what the box score says. That's for certain. No question about it. So, we ready to wrap this up? I think we can do some numbers, and yes, let's do okay, that. Okay, let's do that. Uh, for Tennessee Tech, uh, three runs on nine hits, one error. They left 10 on base. And uh, for the Raiders, 11 runs, 13 hits, three errors. They left 12 on base. They left the bases loaded twice. They left runners on base in every inning except for the seventh, and that was the they scored in that inning, but it was that home run by Gabe Jennings. And as you said, Gabe Jennings, what a night, what a night. Uh, he goes four for five, scores a run. That was the home run, and six RBI. That'll get you healthy in a hurry. Over on the uh, the Tennessee Tech side, only one of their hitters uh, has uh, – well, actually they had two hitters with multi-hit games. Troy uh, Bonsgard, the DH, goes two for four. Preston Ford, two for four. He actually had uh, an RBI in that ball game. Uh, on the Raiders side, you, you already talked about uh, – wow, how, how, you can say all kinds of things about Gabe Jennings, but – Good nights from Brett Coker, two for four. Uh, two for five for Jared Vitito. And uh, that's not bad for a kid that only plays twice a week, maybe. So, uh, and he'll, he'll be playing a lot more. Uh, looking at the pitching numbers, Tennessee Tech throws eight pitchers out against us. And uh, let's see, I think we scored against all of them. We did. Except 
the last pitcher who was Elvin Delick, and he came on in the bottom of the eighth inning and got a double play ball, and uh, that was uh, – no, he got a uh, – let's see, went two-thirds of an inning. He actually hit somebody, but uh, he was not charged with a run. Uh, the loss goes to the starter, Matt uh, Jalorm. He go- went three innings, gave up two runs on four hits, walked two, struck out four. Um, did he hit anybody? He did. He was one of the ones who did not. He hit did not. I, okay. Wild pitch is all I yeah. got for him. For the Raiders, uh, the starter was uh, Ollie Akins. He goes three innings, no runs on two hits, no walks, three strikeouts. I think we're going to see that young man again soon. What a nice job he did. Justin Lee came on. He had that one uh, uh, issue that you talked about and uh, took a good mound visit. He straightened out. He goes uh, two innings, no runs on two hits, one walk, three strikeouts. He is going to be the winner. He is now 1-0. and uh, We also saw Jalen Wirtz for two-thirds of an inning. We saw Patrick Johnson go two-thirds. James Sells comes on. He is turned into the long man, hasn't he? He has. He goes two and two-thirds, uh, no runs on two hits, one walk, three strikeouts. And because he entered with the tying run on deck, he qualifies for the save since he went all the way. And uh, uh, he was a third of an inning short of a three-inning save, but because of that uh, little quirk, uh, he gets the save. That's his first of the year. We played this thing in two hours and 57 minutes. And... uh, it was enjoyable. It, it, it was. was. We needed to break loose like that. We had been having trouble scoring runs. It's nice to uh, show some offense. And let's hope we uh, still got some in the tank for Friday. Just getting warmed up, hopefully. And it's nice <laughs> not to have to bat in the bottom of the ninth Boy, inning. Well, you got that right. Blue Raiders 11-3 to over Tennessee Tech tonight. We'll be back with final comments and close it out right after this. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. 
Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Blue Raiders a winner tonight, and John, uh, Conference USA play kicks off here in uh, about 48, well, a little less than 48 hours with Western <laughs> Kentucky. And uh, we're, uh, we're going to be uh, dodging weather all weekend. But uh, you know what? Uh, when you got the, the, those folks from 100 miles up the road coming down here, uh, you can forget about uh, temperatures. You can forget about records. Uh, that's the rival, and that's the one you want. Jaden Ham will be going to the mound for us on Friday night. I like our chances. Well, well, and probably facing a, a young man from Western who pitched a no-hitter um, earlier this past weekend as well. So uh, we look forward to that uh, potential <laughs> pitching matchup on Friday. The, Games with Western scheduled 6 o'clock Friday night, 3 o'clock Saturday afternoon, and 1 o'clock on Sunday afternoon. And then, of course, the Blue Raiders will see this Tennessee Tech Club in Cookville next week on Tuesday night. But tonight, this one goes to the Blue Raiders. 11-3 is the final. That evens the season's record at 8-8. Eight and eight. For John Callow, this is Bob Jamison. Thanks for joining us tonight. Hope you'll be with us for more Blue Raider baseball this Friday night here at Reese Smith Jr. Field in Murfreesboro. And until then, we'll say so long from the ballpark and remind you that you've been listening to MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.